to the Nobody Asked Our Opinion podcast. This is the podcast where two dum-dums talk about pop culture and uh, all things uh, drag race related and among other things. We just kind of shoot the shit, whatever. Uh, <laughs> this episode, we're taking a deep dive into uh, a movie franchise and the movie franchise flavor of late is all the Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And today we get to talk about Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, thank God. It was so nice to have palate cleanser after Spider-Man 3. Oh Dear my God. God. Sweet Jesus. Um, and it's the... Of of the canon Super uh, Spider-Man movies, this is the the only animated one. Yes. Um, and really cool, like, art style, comic book style thing. I forget there's, like, a bunch of, like actual stars that like were in like provided their voice absolutely but first i'm joanna what's your name oh i don't know what's my <laughs> name jj i'm jj <laughs> so i'm gonna give a little production secret right here uh jj left his cat in the bedroom and so now he's snuggling him and the cat's trying to get away so yes you're gonna love me damn it the cat's like you don't love me you don't love me you never did <laughs> <laughs> you're not my real dad and you you're never will be dad never loved me. No. No, I'm overcompensating my love because I forgot you all morning. Uh, okay. It's okay. <laughs> Are you ready to focus on our podcast now? Probably. But we'll see. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I already talked about the animation style. I'm, I'm one step ahead of you. Okay, so <laughs> the intro is like a fever dream and I was here for it. It was uh, the colors and things all and the colors. movement and I was like, I feel like this is what acid feels like and it was great and then we open up on peter parker talking about his peter parker life and it immediately shades spider-man 3 absolutely does and i'm here for that part absolutely it's so funny he's like he comes we out. don't talk about that <laughs> he, comes he goes and there's even a little bit of this and he does a little does a spider-man 3 dance moves and he goes we don't talk about that we don't talk about that <laughs> and i love this animation it's so pretty it is it's really pretty it's it almost feels like it could be like in 3d if yeah. It, if it was, if you had like the the the, the glasses. Mm-hmm. No, it was oh, it's so pretty, and I'm gonna say that multiple times in this episode. Oh, so yeah. just be ready for me. Be like, it's so pretty, like because it just looks so good. Um, I love the fact that you even reference the real life popsicle, the Spider-Man popsicle. <laughs> yeah, that you get at the ice cream trucks. That get at the ice cream trucks as a kid. And it was super accurate because it doesn't. It, it look does like not look like it. there's like a vague like eyeball maybe. Yes. But it's like, it's red, blue, and white, and kind of in the shape of, like, Spider-Man's face, but not, it's all... Just, but it's always smushed weird. It's always smushed weird. Um, so, when we get to, we we finally drop in on Miles Morales, who is packing for school, because he's starting a new school, where he, like, sleeps there for the week and can come home on weekends. It's like boarding school, but, like, you have the weekends there. on. Well, he has a dorm room, so he sleeps at the school, and then he can come home on weekends, because they said, we'll see you Friday. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so he's allowed to come home on weekends, but he stays there the whole week. So you're like, that's cool. And he's biracial. His mother is super Latina. and his And she's great. And um, his dad is an African-American man. Yeah, he and, is what they call Afro-Latino. Yes. And I love that the slipping into, like, this, the English into the Spanish, the Spanglish kind of like mixture in, and like That's this is so, my house. That is so real life. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. As a Filipino American, my mom would constantly switch between Tagalog and 
English like at the at a dime, and we're like, I I don't speak Tagalog at all, but I know enough that like I can tell what she's saying. But like I, even as a kid, we're like, oh, what what did she want? <laughs> <laughs> did you catch that? Did you catch that? <laughs> no. What, fuck. Fuck. Am I, I think I was supposed to vacuum something or like wipe. <laughs> The dog's ass. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, it was great. And so he runs off and he's like, I'm going to walk to school. It's fine. And then he gets picked up by the cops. Surprise. It's his it's dad. It's daddy. And his dad is like a super dad who is like doing all the dad jokes. And well, he picks him up and he's like, you're going to pick a clean up those stickers. And he's like, stickers? That wasn't me. But he like draws these like cool like he's like an artist and does like graffiti style drawings and he draws them on like the hello my name is stickers and he like just tags the places mm-hmm. with the stickers he's like nope you're gonna clean those up he's like fine it was me Weird. and uh, his dad doesn't like spider-man and he has a whole conversation that we only half hear about masked heroes versus unmasked heroes but miles zones out because he doesn't care it's his dad he doesn't yeah. want to go to this new school um he won a lottery to attend the school um because Which he clearly deserved. I mean, oh uh, yeah, because he's smart. He's very smart. It's very clear. Like he, he, like at one point, like the teacher is like, "You purposely f- tried to fail this test." I can tell because in, in order to fail this hard, you had to you know had to know the right answers. Yeah. No, so he's he's a smart kid, and it's not like he he's undeserving. But he like won a lottery to be able to be able to go to the school because it's super expensive, mm-hmm. and you know we know that cops don't make a lot of money, and his mom's like a nurse who also probably doesn't make a ton of money. They make enough to get by and live in New York, but, you know. In and Brooklyn. Then, in Brooklyn. And then his his dad super embarrasses him in front of the I school. Love it. It's such a, like, oh, God, it's such a dad it's move. It's such a dad move. And, oh, the cringe level, like, I felt as Yeah, as, like, a teen, as a teen, that is, like, your worst nightmare <laughs> to be called out by your parents. Say, Say you, you love, love me. me. Like, over a loudspeaker, though, so it's, like, even worse. Yeah. And, like, would not, like, oh, would not give, oh, this poor kid. And then he finally, he tells him, he's like, all right, Dad, I love you. He goes, copy that. Copy that, and and then drives. And that's all he hears, this kid inside. He's like, "Mm -hmm, copy that. Copy that. Copy that. Love you, Dad. (laughs) This poor kid. And so he has trouble fitting in, because it's a new school, and he's already, like, off to a bad start. Um, is this like the first day? Is that what we're... It's oh, his first day. It's his first day, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's the first day of that school. I think it's his, it is his first day at the school. And his class is learning about physics and the Fisk family. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. The Fisk family being Wilson Fisk, who's Kingpin. If you watched any of the Netflix movie or Marvel series, that's mm-hmm. where you got to see a lot of him there. If you read like a comic book, like I did not, but... <laughs> And then he meets the pretty girl who we find out is Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, his teacher calls him out on quitting, trying to quit school. He's like, no, you don't do that. He drops, like, oh, he goes into, like, the, um, the, the classroom. He's clearly, he's, like, super late. And he, like, what's the line? He's like, uh, oh, well, oh, Einstein oh, said time is relative. relative. <laughs> so maybe you're all early. So maybe and you're I'm just all, <laughs> maybe I'm time and you're, you're all just early. And who laughs? Gwen, Gwen Stacy. But I love that she's like, cool girl passes off, like... I didn't laugh because it was funny. I laughed because I was... It was awkward and nobody... It was quiet. And it was quiet, yeah. Um, Love that. And then, so... Gwen Stacy immediately greater than MJ already. Oh, yeah, no, Gwen Stacy's great. Although, I will say MJ in this movie is a little bit more sympathetic. 
Oh yeah, no, she's she's a great because she doesn't do anything and and she's barely in it. So and, she, and also the voice of Zoe Kravitz. Yes, yeah, she was. Um, so uh, Miles sneaks out of school at night and he goes to visit his uncle Aaron mm-hmm. and his cool uncle Aaron. His cool uncle Aaron and uncle Aaron's trying to teach him like how to have game. And he's and, Miles does not have the game. And Miles has zero game. <laughs> he does that, <laughs> and like, no the, chill. What's the what's so the shoulder touch? Hey. <laughs> and it's like oh. super awkward and cringeworthy and it's just like oh boy it's oh, it's, it's very crazy. it's very like preteen boy like i don't know what to do with my body i don't yep. know how to talk to girls yep and so uh uncle aaron takes them to a super secret subway station we've never what seen with, those what's with the super <laughs> secret subway stations apparently they're things and he gets to get his graffiti on and oh we see a spider uh-oh radioactive spider so he makes his art and it looks great it's so cool and uh, yeah, that's the one thing i really like about like the the art in this is that like it's really vibrant colors vibrant and super vibrant colors very vivid um i like the fact that it's very like Banksy graffiti art no i was just about to say i love the 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 positive spin they're trying to put on graffiti, even though, like, Miles' dad for, like, a good portion of the movie is like, oh, you know, it's just, it's whatever. No, it's defacing yeah. blah, buildings. But I mean, but even, like, his Uncle Aaron, he tells him, he's like, hey, me and your dad, we used he's, to do this exact same yeah. thing. And he's like, what? what and, dad? My um, dad? And it's a super payoff at the end when you see Miles and his dad, like, in appropriate places, you know, being able to mm-hmm. brighten up the city with the this graffiti-style art. Um, which is cool. I love the fact that the, because in all Spider-Man movies, the radioactive spider bite is always like this huge moment. Oh, I, oh God, I literally have a whole thing about it. I love, it's super dramatic animation and it's so ridiculous. He gets bit by the spider and you're like, oh shit, here it comes and he just goes like, flick. Flick, and then just walks away and you're like, <laughs> super it's, anticlimactic. It's, it's it's perfect. It undercuts, it, I love the fact that they undercut that moment because it sets, it really does set the tone of the movie and, and Miles Morales' character and just, like, this, the way they decide to kind of take on a Spider-Man storyline. Absolutely. No, I'm here for that. And, um... I love that. Oh, yeah, but we also see Uncle Aaron super dip out because he's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I gotta, I gotta I got, go to work. I got a phone call okay. later. And so, uh, Miles goes back to school and he goes to bed and he wakes up and he's taller. <laughs> yeah. My pants don't fit. Must and, be puberty. And now the movie is a comic book. Yes, and because he what now? Because he's a superhero, and so now we're in a comic book, and it's great. And I love that he's even a self-aware comic book. Because at one point he's like, "Why is my voice so, so loud much in my louder?" Head? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he has sticky hands. Yeah, that he can't control, so he's like sticking on to like the just random. Yeah, he just things. sticks to things. Um, he because runs into- he's really strong and sticky now. Yes, I'm really strong and sticky. <laughs> um, he has uh, he has a hilarious time figuring out his powers, and I'm I'm here for this moment. Again, it's it very much undercuts the overly dramatic mm-hmm. like Superman training montages in the previous movies, where they're like, "Oh, this is him trying to learn how to shoot his webs and things like that." Here, it's just he's like fumbling fool, has no idea what like. It, what to do, how to go about this? Not that uh, I, any of the Peter Parkers or um, any of the uh, previous Spider Man knew what they were doing, but like they did it gracefully, it seemed. Oh, yeah, no, and or I love like when manner. he's going to like 
because uh, like everything is being mirrored in like this comic book about yeah, Spider-Man that is like real life in his world. Yeah, because Spider-Man, Peter Parker is Spider-Man in his universe. Yes. Um, and so, and they, and he like, I think in the this in his universe, he is he's the blonde um, Peter Parker, correct? Yes. So that means like he's Chris still Pine. <laughs> yes, voiced by Chris Pine, and his Peter Parker is like super successful and like um, is still in, is still like married to MJ and, ha- and their relationship is really good and life is life, life is, is really good for his Peter Parker and like uh, um, the he he like even there there are comic books of his of yeah. Superman and he's like oh I'm kind of going through the same things uh, that. He's doing mm-hmm. very, very comic book style. Like he fucking like he runs into Gwen and like rips out her hair. Oh yeah, or not no. doesn't rip out her hair, but like gets stuck to her hair and, and they like, have to like shave shave his... her head off or shave the part of her hair off. The security guard like realizes he's like, hey, you were not here last night, and he's like, uh, oh, he says, what does he say? He goes, uh, where were you last night, Morales? And like the comic book, his comic book uh, voice says, uh, play dumb. He's like. Who's Morales? <laughs> He's like, but not that <laughs> dumb. <laughs> and then runs off. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. No, it, oh, God, it's so good. It's so funny. Um, eventually, he goes and he finds the spider that bit him. Um, and then he starts hearing the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And he gets his, I guess, it's not a Peter Tingle. He gets his, you know, he, he gets, he gets it's his, a spider sense. It's a spider, it's a, it's a, it's a proper spider sense. It's, yeah. Wavy lines from the <laughs> Wavy head. Wavy lines from the head. And then we see a... Giant green goblin, fucking huge, and he wants and you you wants to open a portal. You're like, what? And it, again, then there's like a secret lab in a subway. It's always in a subway. Always in a subway. And Spider Man saves Miles, and they figure out they're both Spider Mans because of their they, spider their senses. spider senses tingle each other, and they're like, oh hey, you're like <laughs> me. <laughs> yes, and so he offers to help Miles learn how to use his power because he knows what it's like to try to figure it out on his own. He's like, I'll be your mentor. It'll be great. Which means that things aren't going to go well. <laughs> Foreshadowing. And so he gives him a like USB stick-like thing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, go stick that in the giant machine. And uh, so he goes, okay. And then he gets attacked. And then I love, though, he says, uh, Peter Parker says, I'm so tired. Yes. And you're like, Because oh. at this point, he's been Peter Parker for over a decade now. Yeah. So he's like in his... He's, it said he was in his 20s. But late 20s, right? 26. Oh, do they say his actual age? Yep, when they uh, give the report on the news, they said he was 26 uh, and he'd been, he'd been Spider-Man for 10 years, so he got his powers at 16. I shouldn't be watching movies at 3 a.m. You probably shouldn't. That's oh. why I watched it this morning. Mm. Um, it's all fresh in the old noodle. But yeah, so but he just says, I'm so tired. And then Kingpin comes out. Who's also giant. Who's also giant, but that's like comic book compliant. But still, like... But yeah, no, but giant man. But he's a giant man. Like, what the hell? Yep. And we're just okay with this giant man walking around? Like, okay, cool. Yep, he's Everybody, Everybody's just, like, literally, like, the size of his, of his leg. And, yep. And he's just, and, like, walking around this hulking person. Yep, and nobody cares because he's rich. Because they give demonies. Because he has demonies. And so he comes out and starts the portal. And then the dimensions open and they're unstable. And it looks so cool! And then you hear a Vanessa call out for Wilson, who is Kingpin. From the multiverse. And then uh, it says, Spider-Man is doing so well. <laughs> um, so he gives the key to 
to destroy the machine and says if it uh, if he doesn't, it's going to get rid of everybody. I kill all the people. It's going to get rid people. of all the things. Everybody's going to be gone. Yeah. And uh, Miles goes to do that, and Kingpin kills Spider-Man. He like Hulk smashes him to death. Yep. It's like it's like incredibly violent. Yep. He just goes whack. Yep. And you're just like, oh, he dead. <laughs> he dead dead. He dead dead. And then Miles almost gets hit by a train. Because uh, what's the, the, I call him Purple Guy. He has a name. Prowler? Prowler. The Prowler. Uh, uh, is sent out to chase him because Kingpin senses like, oh, there's somebody here. And so he, they're like, yeah, go chase him. And yeah, he loses. Miles loses him because he does. He like jumps in between trains and he can't. He can't. I do just that, wrote, I guess. "God, this just looks so good." And then he runs home. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes home, and then we get that uh, the news report that Peter Parker slash Spider Man has died, um, and Miles visits Stanley and gets a uh, Superman costume. Oh, before or a that, costume. before that, I wrote down. Um, his mom says, "Our family doesn't run from things." And I just, I love a world where Spider-Man actually has parents. Yeah. And then the world finds out that Spider-Man is dead and that it was Peter Parker. And then I love animated Stanley. Oh, because he, he tells him when he gives him the, uh, when he gets the, the costume. Because he goes, well, can I return it if it doesn't fit? He goes, it always fits. Eventually. And, and you're like, to... well, no, because then you're like, oh, that's like a deep meaning. And then you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's it has to fit eventually because there's no returns there's ever. No returns. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get uh, the kind of like a public, like, memorial, like, speech thing from MJ. Um, we're all Spider-Men and we're counting on you. He's like, oh, they are counting on me. He's like, I think it's some guy. Some guy like, like, I, I don't think they meant you I don't specifically. Think, I think it's like more of like a metaphor. <laughs> it's great. And so, so he, good. he picks up his comics and he starts to test his powers. And I love it that he's like, he has the comics. He's looking up at this big building and he goes up to the top. And then he looks down and he immediately walks down and goes up to the smaller he, building. He like nopes the hell out of that building. <laughs> I was like, yup, that's yep, accurate. Uh-huh. And then he goes and runs, and then, like, they kept making, like, this, this gag about people telling him that his shoe was untied, and then he trips over his shoe, shoelace, and then he, like, falls down, and then he breaks the, the, the USB thingamabob key. Mm-hmm. We find out later it's called a goober. It's a goober. I'm glad we have a name for it now. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, oh, no, he brought the thing. <laughs> like, now what? Oh, God. And so then there's all of these gifts at Peter's grave site, and they have, then all of a sudden we get a new intro. And it's Peter B. Parker, whose life is not as well no. <laughs> as Peter Parker's. And um, I love that his thing is the amazing Spider-Man instead of just Spider-Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're, it was like Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Now and we're then, like, here's the Andrew Garfield era <laughs> where things don't go well. Yes. Because um, Peter B. Parker d- uh, eventually has divorces uh, MJ because of like uh, a she slew. wanted she wanted kids and he didn't and or wasn't sure and his aunt may died and he like got into like he like had a restaurant that went under and like a series of other like financial failures and so he's like super broke um he's, he's got gained a, some weight he's, he's got been a bit do- of a gut he's been peter for he's been spider-man for 20 years so he's like in he's his significantly 30s. he's much older much more jaded yes very very jaded. peter b parker is kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and 
I um, did you look up who his who he's uh, voiced by? I forget his name, but it's the guy from um, the the Good Girl. Is that is that the, what that show was called? The, the one with new, Jones, the, the new, new girl, girl, the new girl, something Johnson, Dakota jo- Jake, Jake Johnson, Johnson, Jake Johnson. For whatever reason, I find his voice incredibly pleasing. It is very pleasing. Like like, just like, I I enjoy listening to him speak for some reason. I don't know if it's because it's sort of raspy and like soft. Peter B. Parker is definitely like a way more jaded, way more. Like, very sarcastic. He's kind of a deadbeat, like, version of uh, of Peter Parker. And so he, we, he, like, you know, out from the shadows kind of, like, approaches Miles. And Miles, in a kind of scared fit, so electrocutes him. Because apparently he has electrocution powers now. Yeah, we, we find that he gets all sorts of new powers. In, in... Yeah, he, he gets new things, and we're like, oh, okay. Okay. But he electrocutes him, and then the police show up, and they're like, hey, kid, hey, get, kid. Rid, get rid of that body. And they they sling away, and so he's web-slinging in an, an unconscious body, and it's just great. I it's think so it, funny. I think what the police report said, like, uh, the corpse of a homeless man or something like that. <laughs> There's some kid in the corpse of a homeless man. He can't drop the body. It's great. It's just great. It's, it's so, so silly. It's such a. It's such like a little dumb sequence, but it's so like it's so charming and mm-hmm. kind of dumb and ridiculous um, that he's just like slinging around this unconscious body. Um, and so uh, Peter B. Parker says that he's once he wakes up and they're talking and he says that he's going to go and solve this problem on his own. And it's going to be fine. And you stick here, kid. And Miles is, like, following him around, trying to, like, stick to walls while he's walking around. And then he just sits. And he turns around and he goes, what are you doing? He goes, making you feel guilty. Because <laughs> clearly he doesn't, he wants nothing to do with Miles yeah. and doesn't want to do it. He just wants to get this over with and go back home. Yeah. And he, he goes, he wants nothing to do with this kid. And it was just, he's like, what are you doing? Making you feel guilty? Is guilty. it working? <laughs> he goes, Ugh, fine and yeah. it's great and it, it works and off they go to be great and you know try to start getting getting going and miles puts on a cape and i just wrote no capes no capes spider-man's not no, no capes. capes so they go to they uh, so like he miles gives him the like the little goober um which that's what Peter B. Parker calls the little flash knife. He's like, there's always, uh, there's always like a, a, a code, key. a key access key card, a blah, blah, blah. I never know what the name of it is. I just call it a goober. Yeah. <laughs> we can't keep them straight. It's just a goober. It's just a goober. Give me the goober. And, and on the broken goober, it says, oh, it's made from uh, this company called Alchemax, Alchemax or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, that's obviously where we need to go. I love the fact that if you really think about it, this is a very simplest, very simple plot. Yeah, there's not a whole it's, lot going there's on. There's not a whole lot going on. But this is a wildly entertaining, like, wildly entertaining movie, despite the fact that there's really, like, it's a very, like, I have to go from point A to point B kind of plot. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, and I love that they take a bus. Yeah, they just take a bus. Because he's like, I'm not going to web sling all the way to Hudson. All the way to fucking Hudson? That's stupid. That's dumb. We're going to take a bus. And so they take a bus, and it's great, and we find out that... Miles can turn invisible. Yep. And, and again, can't control it. He just, can't control it, but he can do it. He can do it, though. Um, and we find we find out from listening in on things that if Peter stays too long in this universe, he's going his body will decay. 
And it'll be painful. Yes, because all this time, Peter B. Parker's Spider-Man, like, glitches. Glitches. And, like, you can see, like, the, like, the animation kind of goes, and you can see, like, all different colors and things um, kind of burst out of his body, and, like, he gets misshapen, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably, like, a thing that you probably need to take care of. Like, that's... That seems important that you need to address. <laughs> and then we find out that the lady scientist is... Actually? Doc Ock. Doc Ock. And it's Catherine Hahn. It is Catherine Hahn. We love Catherine Hahn. I'm so excited. She's so great in this. And so they... And the fact that, like, you know, we get a female Doc Ock. Which is great. That's a fantastic, like, kind of gender flip. Um, and so there... We, we get some learning on the fly for... Uh, Miles, as they're trying to Let's get some true on-the-job training. <laughs> yes, and instead of making a new uh, goober right there, they just steal the computer. They just steal. The, they steal the both the tower and, and the, the monitor. monitor. And he's like, halfway on. through, they're like, "Hey, good news. We don't need this monitor." <laughs> <laughs> so let's just chuck that. <laughs> and then Spider Gwen shows up. Dun dun dun! Because we we see like as they're kind of trying to make their way out, we see that Gwen. Was works there. there or like is, I think she infiltrated. Probably she's only yeah. been there for a week. She doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, she doesn't work. She infiltrated. So she was there as well, and so you know she comes and saves the day at the uh, you know uh, at the, the right critical moment. at the right moment where Doc Ock has the Spider Man cornered and yep. has the tower. And then we find out after they get away, uh, King's uh, Kingpin's family is dead, and because they had left when. Kingpin was about to kill Spider-Man before, and his wife was like, what are you doing? We're not here for this. And You're a monster. Takes her son, she takes her son, and they leave, and then they get in a car crash and die. And, die. and he just wants to bring his family back, which is kind of like, you're like, oh, it's like a really grounded thing. But you're also crazy. Yeah, like that's not how normal people should react should to things. that. And so uh, Gwen and... I love that there's, I think my, as they're like leaving the area... Uh, I think it's Miles says like how many spider people spider how many spider people are there yeah. and they're like save it for Comic Con <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what's Comic Con what's Comic Con <laughs> so apparently there isn't a Comic Con on that this particular universe. in this particular universe which is sad so they go on a bus and head back to Brooklyn and on that note let's take a break. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God, I cannot with the housing market right now, Joanna. Have I not told you about Capital Realty Center? Oh, the premier realty group that supported and succeeded throughout the California landscape? Now I remember. If that's what you're looking for, call Kathy Johnson at 916-606-0687 to win that next bid. That's Kathy Johnson with Capital Realty Center at 916-606-0687. License number 0202-1378. And we're back. And we're back, and and we're gonna go visit Aunt May, who's, who's Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Yes. So uh, and I, I love, love that the animation even looks like Lily. It Tomlin. It kind of does. It's like so even in the hair, like even so the hairstyle is kind of very Lily Tomlin. It's so good, and Aunt May is fucking badass. Yeah, she's like. I, I'm gonna say it. I said it before that uh, Rosemary Harris is the best Aunt May. I changed my mind. <laughs> Lily Tomlin's the best version of Aunt May because she's 
amazing. Because not only does this Aunt May know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but like actively like helps him. Yeah, and she's like a she, tech guru, and she like at one point like kicks a bad guy like out she, of her house. Yeah, she like I think uses a baseball bat and is like get the hell out of my house. Yeah, no, it's great because um, Aunt May is a badass with a secret lair. Mm-hmm. And there's they're going down. You see all these like little Spider-Man Easter eggs of like look at all these little spider mobiles they have, and then you see all of the Spidey suits. Yeah, it's very much like Spider-Man's Batcave. Yeah, and one of the Spider-Man suits has a cape, and I love that Miles is like, hey, Peter. Hey, look, it's a cape. cape. <laughs> and it's great. It's great. And then we get to meet more Spider-Man. More Spider-People. We get Noir Spider-Man, voiced by... Nicholas Cage. We get anime Spider-Man, uh, whose name is P- Penny Parker, and yeah. she's voiced by um, Kimiko... I forget her last name. Uh, but she um, she was on... Uh, Orange is the New Black. She uh, she was on Broadway. She was in she was in the original cast for Waitress. She that's played right. Dawn. That's right, and that's why I was like, why do I like I I didn't recognize her name right away, and I was like, why do I know you? And I didn't have time because I watched it this morning, but uh, I do love her. She's great. She's so funny. She's got a very uh, she's got a very unique like voice. Yes. Very unique voice. Very much like she could play a child eternally. Yes. Like voice a child eternally. But in addition to anime Spider-Man, Peter uh, Penny Parker, we get Peter Porker. Peter Porker, who is the Spider Ham, and uh, voiced by John Mulaney. John Mulaney, which I really feel like we really missed out on an opportunity to just have John Ham randomly in this movie be the pig. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if he was just busy that day. But I love John Mulaney. I was glad that he was here because he's hysterical. Um, and then we get to see all of their. Um, they're like different universes or, and yeah, their, their little origin, origin stories, story, comic book things, and it was like this is overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot. Like uh, Peter Porker gets bit by a radioactive pig. Yep. <laughs> um, Noir Spider Man uh, or, or anime Spider Man, she gets her her spider is in the robot that she like. Yep, that's her best that's, friend. That's her best friend that was built by her dad. Um, and then Noir Spider-Man, he like is always in black and white because he's from the '50s and he plays like a, the, the noir yep. detective. Um, so it's all like absolutely ridiculous, and it's like a, a kooky bunch of like characters that like you would never put together together at all. But it works. And they all like gang up on Miles and is like, "Are you ready for this? Are you ready to be a Spider-Man?" Oh yeah, no, I wrote down. They don't believe he can do it, but he like just got his powers. Relax, Spider Peeps. Like they're. they're Give give the boy a little bit of a break, um, be, and because they like they go they go into him. Yeah, and it's a little. The, the, it's the only really one unfair. Yeah, they're like, oh well, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And he's like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go. Yeah, and then he he turns invisible it. and leaves, and he goes and hides out at his uncle Aaron's house, and he discovers his uncle Aaron is a bad guy. Uncle Aaron is the prowler, prowler working for Fisk. And it's sad, and we didn't talk about who voices Uncle Aaron. It's, it's Mahershala Ali. Ali. Oh my God, yes. I love Mahershala Ali. He's so talented. Oh. God, his voice is really sexy. It really is. <laughs> He's, oh God, it's just it's like, mm, just keep talking. Just keep talking, Aaron. Uncle Aaron, yes, Uncle Aaron. But, so Uncle Aaron chases mm. out, as the Prowler, chases out Spider-Man, and... Because uh, he has no idea that that's his nephew, and uh, so obviously he goes back to all the spider people. Is like, hey, yeah, well, because I the, just realized 
Well, anime spider is spider woman is making a uh, another goober. Yes, they're making a goober at um, Aunt May's secret lab. At, in Aunt May's secret lab, and then uh, Miles shows up at Aunt May's house and is like, "Holy crap, guys!" My uncle's the bad guy. My uncle's the prowler. He tried to kill me. And they're like, oh, that sucks, but you weren't followed, right? And he's like, no, of no, course not. So. And then all the bad guys show up. <laughs> but this is how you do a movie with four villains in it. Not Absolutely. like that Spider-Man 3 bullshit where they try to shoehorn all the uh, all the villains into a very, a very convoluted plot to begin with. That's This is how you do it. You keep it simple. And you they, don't even name, like, most of them. Yeah, you barely, you barely catch that, like... The gray guy is the tombstone, and the the well, the scorpion is obviously the scorpion because he's in the shape of a scorpion. <laughs> but like, but yeah, you don't. We don't need to know anything. It is just they're bad guys. That's they're all. Bad guys, need. and we're beating them up. And we're beating them up. That's how you do it. And you just need to know that uh, this team is good. That team is bad. And then so Prowler is going after Miles, and then they're up on the roof, and he's about to kill him. And then he lifts up his his uh, his cowl off his face, and it shows himself to Aaron. And Aaron's like, "Oh well, fuck! I can't kill you." Can't kill you because he takes off his mask, and he's like, "You stupid kid! I can't like." Well, we're gonna. And so he lets him go, and then he immediately the, gets um, shot in the back. Yes, immediately. immediately. The moment he like just kind of like sets him down, it's kingpin. Bang. And so Miles takes the body and they run. And so Aaron basically sacrificed himself for Miles. And I'm not crying, you are. <laughs> um, and they're they're having this moment. And then his uh, Miles's dad shows up and he thinks that Spider Man killed his brother because Harry the Osborn logic. Because there, there is a body on the ground and Spider Man was there, so he thinks the new Spider Man's the murderer. And it's. It's just sad, and then the other uh, Spider-Man cell meet up, and they say the hardest part about this job is that you can't always save everyone. And for each of the Spider-Man, it's a different person. That, yep. That it's either like a best friend or an Uncle Ben, an Uncle Ben, uh, Aunt May, an Aunt May. It's uh, it, there's always somebody in your life that. You, you end up can't Peter Parker can't or in this case Miles Morales can't save Spider Man can't save. Yep, and then they immediately bench Miles because they're like, like, you can't you, you can't be a part of this right now. You're one. You're, you're too emotional. And you're too you, emotional, you have and you no have control. <laughs> no control of any of your powers. Like so, you need to. Yeah. You need to be, and they they like straight up like spider web him to his chair. Yeah. Because well, they're like, you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. And then Peter B coming in with the uh, the clutch dad talk. Tells him, because he says, well, how will I know when I'm ready? He goes, you don't. It's a leap of faith. faith. And I was like, oh. And then his real dad shows up and gives him the you can do anything speech through the door. And Again, I'm not crying. You are. And I'm like, I'm not crying. You are. This is so great. And then he did the invisible lightning thing. Or he did the lightning thing on command. And then did the invisible thing on command. And so, so you're like, yes, Miles, you, you get, hone your skills and get, and there's that, that really cool, I think it's in either in the trailer or in the promotional material where he like jumps off the building and like the image is inver- inverted. Yeah. We get that like cool little moment. I always like that, that, yeah. like that image. Well, and then he, so he goes to Aunt May's and then his face. So the first time he's there looking at all the suits, his face doesn't quite meet up with the mask. 
when he's looking at his reflection. And then this time when he's looking at it, his face lines up with the mask perfectly. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, he's, he is now Spider-Man. He's, which means he's ready. And then May's a fucking tech guru and was like, oh, I made these for you. They're like web, like web shooters and they fit perfectly. Absolutely. And I'm like, cool beans. And then his suit is so fucking cool because he like spray paints it to be like cool to him. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I said, come through, comic book. Because <laughs> he gets to have his, like, comic book, like, intro moment, too. So, like, I'm like... He's like, I'm Miles Morales. He's ready. He's like, now you're Spider-Man. And so then we should jump over and all the spider people sneak in as waiters because Wilson Fisk is having a, uh, like, a a benefit dinner for Spider-Man where I all guess, of the waiters yeah. are Spider-Man because he's fucking worse. Because he's <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> Uh, and we get this really kind of both poignant and kind of silly moment with uh, Peter B. Parker and this dimension's MJ. Yeah. Because in his in his world, MJ is they've divorced. divorced, and he and now at this point he's like second guessing. He's he wants to kind of get back together, and he takes this opportunity to talk to MJ and like air out his like basically apologize for all the things he's done. But, but they're talking about bread. <laughs> With using bread as the metaphor, because MJ walks up to him and is like, can we get more bread? And he's like, I'm sorry I didn't give you bread before. You deserve all the bread. Bread. Just bread. Um, it's great. And then there's a big old fight at the machine. Because the machine, spoiler, is underneath the giant, the building that they're housing the Galab, because duh. Because that's where it needs to be because it can't be at the subway anymore. It can't be at the subway anymore. It needs to be under the bu- under the building where they're hosting this fancy party. And so they're party. all doing the they're all doing the fighting thing and all of a sudden Doc Ock is hitting herself with the thing. Stop hitting yourself. Like, Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself and you're like, "Oh, it's just Miles because he's in Because he's now invisible and he's got all the now like the moment that he steps in, the tide of the fight kind of shifts and now like all the um uh, the good guys are kind of getting the upper hand. Yep. Uh, we do get moments of... Um, uh, I put... Uh, I said, uh-oh, it's all getting wonky. <laughs> it's all getting wonky because the they fired up the machine and the machine's now starting to distort reality. and uh, The dimensions, are, dimensions all are all coming through. The dimensions are all coming through and getting uh, like mishmashed and smashed together. But it looks so cool. It's, it's uh, so cool looking and it's so pretty. It's so, like, God, the animation's so yeah, good. Yeah, this, this animation, the animation in this movie is really well, like, again, it's all like vibrant colors. Yeah. Super vivid. Um, even like the, just like the, the sound effects of like the dimensions and stuff, like that is almost like super, super cool. Um, uh, but yeah, Spider, I think it's Miles, doesn't he put the goober in? Does Miles put the goober in? Yes, but not yet. Like, there's so many things happening. Like, I have so much notes that are just like words that I'm trying I think to remember. I, fell what I think at three at three in the morning, I fell asleep at this point because I put he puts the goober in. <laughs> oh, because there's like fighting, and so I said. Uh, oh wait, yeah, doesn't um, the spider robot gets hurt? Spider and robot I was gets like, hurt, and... but then they do teamwork. The Spider Gwen and Peter B. Parker and Miles are like using teamwork to like fight the things, and then I wrote hit by a truck. <laughs> uh. Peter Porker brings out like this giant mallet and like yep. hits the hits the uh, first he hit he drops an anvil very cartoon style yes. on the uh, scorpion's head and then like proceeds to just mollywop him with a um, with a, a mallet. Yep, and then the robot dies. And it's like 
kind of sad. But it's just a robot. But like, it's just a robot. But it's just a robot. I know, but it's like a really emotional like beat, but you're like, they can build another robot because the spider's fine. <laughs> yeah, the spider's fine, but you're like... But it's like her best friend, and it's sad. Um, and then I wrote, Kingpin bad. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, but then they're up there and they're gonna put the uh, the goober in. But Gwen and uh, Miles have like this super adorable adorable moment. <laughs> they're being cute. But uh, here comes Kingpin, and they're like all jumping in and saying goodbye and um, having their moments. And then <laughs> I wrote, "Bye, Peter." Happy tears because they have like this moment where he's like, "No, I'm just gonna stay. It's fine." And he's like, "No, no, man, you gotta go." And he's like. But I'm not ready. And he goes, uh, and he looks at him. He tells him, he's like, he's like, you're never going to be ready. And he goes, it's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And then he drops him in and he goes back to his dimension. And you're like, oh, I'm not crying. You are. I'm not crying. You are. I know I cried a lot in this movie. <laughs> and then we get the final Miles versus uh, Kingpin, Kingpin moment. Final boss moment. And then they're they're fighting, and then he has him in the same position as he had the original Peter Parker. And he's going to kill him. And then his wife and his son and you hear throughout the multiverse they're all gonna watch him almost kill a spider-man again and they're like um what are you doing you're a monster yeah and uh then kingpin like gets really upset and they're like fighting some more and then miles's dad is there and he starts cheering him on and goes come on spider-man which is a nice because up till this point he, he was like very am- anti-spider-man he thought he killed his brother yep and he realized though came to the realization that you know what maybe these spider people are okay and then yeah, clearly he's like I'm way in over my head in this in, in this scenario like right? <laughs> like I have no fucking idea what's going on let the spider people do what spider people do <laughs> and then they're sitting there and they're uh, they're fighting and then he says Miles says hey do you know about the shoulder touch and he reaches over and touches his shoulder and then electrocutes electrocutes him. the fuck out of him. <laughs> So good. So good and so satisfying. Yes. Because that's really the other only moment that he's ever used the... Well, no, when he breaks free. Yeah. So that's... The, he's that's, used it three times. Act, first accidentally, then to get out of the thing, and then now. Yeah. Right? It's so good. And then all of the things are ending finally, and because um, he electrocutes them, and it's up by the grid, and so it like everything like crashes down, and then everything's being sucked in, and then things are breaking, and then the anvil falls and lands in the middle, and it's perfect. <laughs> it is a bonk. Bonk. <laughs> and then it went boom. <laughs> then explodes. Um, and so he, uh, Miles in the spider suit, like, calls his dad from, from up, like, and they have, like, a moment to, like, reconcile, and it's sweet, and it's kind, and he doesn't think that Spider-Man is a bad person anymore, and then his dad starts doing like cringe dad talk, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to be hip. And then Spider Man appears and does that terrible Brooklyn accent that I want in oh, every Spider Man. I, I literally wrote bad New York accent is canon. <laughs> <laughs> bad New York accent is part of the MCU. Yep, and he um, uh, Spider Man hugs his, uh, hugs uh, Officer Morales. Tells him I love him. Doesn't yeah, he, he goes, "I love you." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" What? <laughs> okay, boy. Goodbye. And then you look back, and he goes, "Hey, turn around." And Kingpin is up in a web. And do we find out what happened to Doc Ock? Is are we just assume that Doc Ock went into the portal? Um, maybe she was arrested. Because I don't remember her being in that web. It was just Kingpin. It was just Kingpin in the web, but they were like arresting other people. 
Were they? I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, because they were putting people into, like, cop cars. Okay. So, she could have been arrested. Um, but uh, Kingpin's up in a web, and we see Miles gonna go do Spider-Man things, but he's still awkward, because he's still a teenager. Uh-huh. And then he, like, inter- like shows his roommate that at his school that he's Spider-Man, so his roommate's gonna be the guy in the chair. Yes. And then he says that anyone can wear the mask, and then he's, like chilling out to his music in his bed and then he hears uh spider gwen and it's like peter or miles we need to talk and he was like okay and i was like hey gwen and then the movie ends can we talk about that um end credit scene oh at the very end at the very end oh (laughs) so it's just this it it is a spider-man meme it's Spider-Man, super fucking ridiculous. It's Spider-Man so dumb. pointing to each other, but it was as uh, uh, the like the black suit Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the Miles Morales Spider-Man pointing to Spider-Man. I don't think she doesn't call him. She calls him a different name. It's not Miles. Yeah. Uh, she calls. I can't remember yeah. what it is, but it's not Miles, and it's not Gwen. It's somebody. It's some other person. I thought they were just pointing at each other. Well, there's that's he like tries to like open up a portal. He's like, I'm gonna go back to yeah. 67, where where it all yeah. began, and that's where he goes yeah. into the meme. Um, but before that, there was like a like an, some anime looking lady, and she, but she doesn't call him Miles or Morales. It's something different. How did I miss that part? I think I just like fast forward to the end, and then I saw the meme, and I was like, this is what I was here for. The the actual like meme is stupid ridiculous because it's just like. You put it at me first. No, you put it at me first. Yeah, because it's... It, meanwhile, in Nueva York. Oh, so hold on. It's a Miguel O'Hara. She calls him uh, Miguel. It's a, it's such a dumb little bit. But the important part is the beginning bit where it's, I guess, like, I, I had to look it up because I was like, who the fuck is Miguel? So um, we're going to find that out in the Into the Spider-Verse 2. They're making a sequel. Yeah, uh, uh, apparently uh, in the comics, Miguel O'Hara is Spider-Man from 2099. Sure. And in this scene, uh, he's voiced by o- Oscar Isaac of Star Wars. I love Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Of Star Wars. <laughs> Spider-Verse we'll get there eventually. will come out October 7th, 2022, according to the interwebs. I'm excited. In o- October 2022, we'll talk about it. <laughs> whoop, whoop. But, uh, yeah, so JJ, how would you rate Into the Spider-Verse? I honestly really, I think, I'm trying to think how I rated the other Spider-Man movies, but I really enjoyed this one. This I think four and a half was your highest. Was it? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I think this is going to be my top. Like, I think I really enjoyed this. I really liked the art style. I liked the kind of... Uh, undercutting approach that they made to like a, a Spider-Man movie. It wasn't like your typical Spider-Man movie where you see him get, you, you know, they they make the spider bite super anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. They are always kind of like taking the piss out of what otherwise would have been serious moments in other Spider-Man movies. Uh, like with the training, it's always uh, it's always like just goofy and silly because Miles is a goofy, silly little kid. Um, I actually really like the soundtrack to this to this movie. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. Um, like, it, it's kind of like, 
it's really authentic because it's it, it has like a good mix of like hip hop and um, like you know really content like really modern music to kind of give it this fresh like young feeling to it. Um, uh, I actually really like the uh, the characterization characterization of um, Peter B. Parker as like the the anti he's almost like an anti hero because mm-hmm. he's so like pessimistic and so jaded. Um, and I, I could be biased just because I really like the, the sound of Jake Johnson's voice, but like I really, I really enjoyed that character. I, the, I can't think of a character in here that I didn't like. That's fair. Like even you, even Kingpin, the villain, you're like, oh, there's a little bit of like grounded human in him. He mm-hmm. just he just wants his family back. Like everybody can relate to that. Um, I guess like we really don't know much about the the scorpion other than he's a scorpion. But he's a bad guy. We don't need to care. We don't know anything about most of the villains, except for we learn about Kingpin and Doc Ock, because they were the main villains. Yeah, because those were the main villains. And, and they're making another one, so maybe we'll learn about them in the sequel. Yeah, and the fact that like it's Catherine Hahn. I love fucking Catherine Hahn. The so voice much. acting in this is fantastic. All the 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 casting is on par. I'm I'm giving this uh, five goobers. Five goobers. I'm impressed. I'm actually also gonna go five, but I'm gonna give it five Academy Awards because this one is the only Spider-Man movie to win an Academy Award. Oh really? Mm-hmm. It was the uh, best animated feature, and it beat out all of the Disney movies that year and Pixar movies. I believe it. What what? What Disney and Pixar movies came out of that? Was that uh, Inside Out? Uh, no, I don't think it was that. No, I, I think uh, was it Inside Out? I'm looking. Do we not get Muzak to while I wait while I'm on hold? <laughs> <laughs> you hold in silence. Okay, so it says Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse topped a pair of Disney titles: Incredibles 2 and Ralph Breaks the Internet, along with the Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs oh, and Japanese Adventure. Uh, Mirari of the 17 Oscars given out since this category was created in 2001 Disney has won a dozen and uh, including The Incredibles in 2005 and the last six leading into that Brave Frozen Big Hero 6 Inside Out Zootopia and Coco and Into the Spider-Verse was only the second for Sony Pictures animation film ever even nominated for an Oscar after 2007's Surf's Up. The fuck? I've never heard of that movie. That's why it didn't win. <laughs> ne- never in my life. Yeah, so five out of five Oscars because this is our... <laughs> Oscar Isaacson's. We, we, we are <laughs> Oscar, Oscar Awards, Oscar Isaacson's. <laughs> or is it just Oscar Isaac? It's, it's Oscar Isaac. It's Oscar Isaac. <laughs> um, all of the Oscars. So five out of five Oscars. It's really good. It's very good. And we got to end on the Academy Award winning film um, really to put the cherry on top of the the Spider Man franchise, which we had we had some really high highs and Boy, some, some really, really some Spider Man three lows <laughs> <laughs> and Amazing Spider Man and two lows. I would I mean what would which would we consider worse? What would be the bottom? Oh, I think Spider Man three was the bottom. That was just I that was painful to get through. There were at least moments that in I think Amazing Spider Man two where you're like. This is somewhat redeemable. Like, when Stacy, like, she was great and everything, like, throughout the whole movie. 
the villains, I mean, there was at least some, like, groundedness with some of the villains, even though it got, like... In the Amazing, like... In Amazing Spider-Man 2, because, like, Jamie Foxx's character, like... They just didn't... They, it just wasn't developed properly. It just wasn't properly. well, like... And, yeah, I think we discussed that, too. Because, and again, it, it suffered the same problem as Spider-Man 3, is let's shove all of the villains into this movie, because we can. Um, but it was... While it was still convoluted, it wasn't as convoluted as Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I think I would agree. I'd put Spider-Man three on the bottom. I'd put but 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 it, but a close set of like very... right right above it is Amazing Spider-Man two because they were both awful movies. I'd put. I'm gonna put at least for me. I'm gonna put Into the Spider Verse at the top. Oh, I, I think really... I might too because there there really wasn't a downside. I mean, it, you're wildly engaged the entire movie. It's visually pleasing. It's a stand like it stands alone and it, fine. It's but, very unique, and it touches every like touches on the other films, um, and like shades them a little bit without being like, and it's self aware enough, but without being too self aware, and like I said, it's so pretty. It looks so good. They like they spent a lot of money clearly to make that animation look good, that good, and it was well worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm putting Spider Verse at the top, and I think I'm gonna put the Tom Holland um, at top two and three. I'm gonna put Far From Home. I think I really like. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. But like, uh, I think Far From Home was a really good. It it really upped the stakes. It really upped the ante from Homecoming. I'm gonna agree, except for I'm gonna, I'm for my, my personal, I'm gonna swap the ones and I'm gonna put Homecoming first, just because that villain reveal when you find out like that the Vulture is, uh, you know, his Homecoming date's dad, mm-hmm. and you're like, the fuck? Yeah, no, that that moment is like. That reveal was better than the Jake Gyllenhaal reveal. And for me, that was just, like, that was good, like, movie gaslighting. Like, you were not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just like I said, Fair, the, entire, yeah. the entire audience was like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, I, I will concede that, like, even though you knew, you knew that Mysterio was going to be the bad guy, you just, yeah. you just had to get that, like, confirmation. Yes, and it was a great reveal and a great confirmation. But we knew but, it, like, it was it, coming. Yeah, but you, yeah, if you if you had ever if seen you, a Spider-Man cartoon, you're like, oh no, he's he's the bad guy, right? Yeah. Like, are you what? But utilized, and then um, after Tom Holland's, um, I think, um, or no, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I'm putting Spider-Man Two after the Tom Holland. So mm-hmm. like, that would be my four. Yeah. That would be four, and immediately followed by the first. I'm putting first right after. Yeah. And then Amazing Spider-Man one, one, and then two, and then Spider-Man three. Yep, because Spider-Man three just we pretend that didn't happen. I mean, the global consciousness kind of <laughs> ignores Spider-Man three, only and T. only addresses it for the meme ability. T. That's our official rank for. Well, I mean, we we only have one discrepancy, one, and one, and it's a minor one. Very very, it's it's a we could have caught tossed a coin really. Absolutely. So that is our official ranking of the Spider-Man franchise. Uh, Thank you for coming along this journey with us. Boy, it's been a journey. We've enjoyed it mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, yes. Yeah. Overall, it's it's just... uh, God damn, it's a lot of (laughs) Spider-Man. It is a lot of Spider-Man, but we are 
so excited to announce that we have our next franchise on the docket ready to go. We are going to watch all of the Indiana Jones movies. We're even going to do the Crystal Skull, guys. And it'll be it'll be fine. We'll walk you through it. It'll be safe. We we will we will watch it so you don't have to. Yes. Um, or you can watch along and commiserate with us it will be great but if you enjoyed our spider-man rankings and if you want to share your own rankings with us um please send us an email email us with your thoughts and opinions on spider-man uh, at nobody asked our opinion at gmail.com and if you have um other thoughts and ideas of movie franchises you would like jj and i to tackle send those in there as well we are here for your thoughts so we can give you our thoughts also, give us a follow on Instagram at Nobody Asked Our Opinion. You can listen to us on YouTube at Nobody Asked Our Opinion Podcast if you choose not to do the podcast thing, but like to do the YouTube thing. You can follow me at Joey Snow 2006 And me at Pianoman underscore zero five. You can follow our unpaid intern at uh, Natalia at The Third Rule Creative. And follow our producer Jonathan at Jelly Sound. Rate us, leave a review, comment, do those things that you do to boost our algorithm on our podcast network, and tell your friends, because we're entertaining as hell. I like to think so. So tell your friends and uh, help boost our ratings, because we want to have all of that fun stuff happen. So give us a listen again on Friday. We'll be back to talk about all pop culture things and funness. Okay, bye! Okay, bye!